Hey y'all, welcome back. Today I'm going to be sharing one of my favorite verses ever. And I'll share some, I don't know, stories, I guess, like some personal experiences and just really leave you with some questions and points to consider. I think the biggest thing I hope you take away from today's episode is that how we see God on his own, like independent of what he does for us, is really, really important because it's influencing our relationship with him. So you don't need anything except your listening ears. I hope you're ready. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So when I was younger, I had a pretty rocky relationship with my dad, and I think in retrospect, how I saw my dad was also how I viewed God. And I recently had a conversation with someone kind of explaining that. Basically, I had this really wrong view of God because I was thinking that God was like my dad when my dad was created to be like God, but he's imperfect. And he had all these things that he was working through as an imperfect person. And while my dad is made in his image, he's not God. But I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. And even if I did have an intellectual understanding of that, it wasn't something that was like clicking for me in practice. I wasn't able to live that out. So when I was having this conversation with a friend, I remember wondering about this friend, like, does friend, do you trust God? And it it got me to thinking about how for a time I didn't trust God because I had the wrong view of God. I was looking at God as kind of like a genie in a bottle. You know, I was thinking about God as this being that was doing things for me, blessing me, delivering me from harm, from evil or not. And that's what was influencing how much I trusted God, if at all. And I ended up walking away from the Lord. I don't really talk about this too much, but I'm going to talk about it today. I'm going to go there. When I walked away from God, I didn't have a conversation with God. I had an experience where I felt like I was being attacked spiritually. I was alone in my dorm room in college, and I had a horrifying experience in my dorm room. And I'll never forget it because 
it was the time when I felt like God left me. And when I look back at that time, I realized I wasn't ever running after God. I wasn't living in a way that was honoring him. And I definitely didn't have the right view of him again because I was thinking that God was like my dad, messed up, <laughs> but loved me and said, you know, and, and, and showed me affection and did his best, but imperfect. But that's not really, that's not true. Whether I, I saw that or not, whether I accepted that or not, it's just not true. So when this experience happened, when I felt like I was being attacked, I felt like I was surrounded by evil. I couldn't breathe. I was trying to move and I was like paralyzed in my bed. And I just like, it was horrible. It was, like I said, it was horrifying. I was scared beyond belief. I couldn't speak a word and I didn't want to have my eyes open, but I couldn't close them. It was so strange. And I felt like God left me in that moment. And I was so angry and I was so hurt. I felt abandoned. And so I didn't say out loud, God, I'm not going to do life with you anymore. I just didn't talk about God. And if I, if someone asked me about faith, I said, I believed in something, but I didn't know what. And so it was for about five years. And by the grace of God, I came back to God. I came back to the Lord and I came back a whole lot more broken, a whole lot more messed up in my own ways. And little by little, he worked on me and he was faithful. You know, I came to Christ in 2012. Ten years later, I can say that I have a right view of God and it has nothing to do with what he has done for me and everything to do with who he is. Because God does not change. God is not shifting back and forth like the waves of the ocean. God doesn't have the problems that my dad had. God doesn't actually want to be selfish. Like he doesn't have this desire to be selfish and like, you know, do things in a way that are only for his benefit. He does things that are good, not just for him, but for me and for you. So my favorite verse, and I promise I'll link it to what I'm <laughs> talking about, but my favorite verse is Joshua chapter one, verse nine. One of my favorite verses. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And had I known this, had I studied scripture, had I tucked scripture away in my heart, I might have remembered that in the moment I felt the Lord abandoned me. But instead, I was gripped by fear. I was paralyzed literally and figuratively and spiritually. And I didn't trust God because the truth of the matter is that I didn't know God. And I wonder if you're in a season when you're starting to wonder, are you even there, God? Are you, are you with me wherever I go? Because it doesn't feel that way. 
And I emphasize that word feel because so many of us, I am guilty of it too, really base our relationship with God on how we feel. And I understand how tempting that is because we live in a very feelings-driven culture. But I want to caution you and just remind you that however you feel about God doesn't change who God is. Your feelings might change. God will not. He does not. He has not. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That means that you should not be thinking about the worst because the worst is not bigger than God. He is with you. He is bigger than that. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. It means trust him. It means that your trust in him equips you with strength, equips you with courageousness. That it's not even a thought, right? Like if, if God is with you wherever you go, then you're good. You're good. Had I had this verse tucked away in my heart in 2007, when I was alone in my dorm room, I might have just been chilling, thinking about God. But I wasn't. And you know, after all that, that night when I could finally breathe again, I reached for my phone and I reached out to a new friend and I asked that new friend to stay with me that night. I don't remember if I told that new friend what happened, but I can tell you this, hanging out with that new friend led me even further away from the Lord. And it felt good at the time, but the company that I kept, the company that friend connected me to, led to really broken times, led to making memories that I still remember and feel ashamed of. Seriously. And I hope that if you're in a season where you feel dismayed, where you feel frightened, where you don't feel strong, where you don't feel courageous, that you wouldn't call out to that friend who's going to lead you further astray. I pray that you would reach out to God. Call out to the Lord because he is with you wherever you go, whether you feel like he's there or not. And so what if you don't feel like he's there? What do you do? How can you get to that place where you do feel his presence? You know, I, I went through a, a lot of health stuff in my life and continue to it's just like one of those things some people have money problems I have health problems it's been my life but this last year I went through something different I went through chemo in 2021 after giving birth to our little guy and um, I wondered how I might be able to get through it and I remember asking God to just give me what he what he knew I needed. And my word for 2021 was surrender. Like, whatever you want me to do, Lord, I'll do it, you know? And what he wanted me to do was be in the word. And after six months of chemo and just constantly, constantly being in the word, every waking moment, if I wasn't taking care of the baby 
were getting chemo, even when I was getting chemo, and even when I was get, taking care of the baby, I was just always in my Bible. And I felt the presence of the Lord. It was something I, I had experienced before, but wow, not like that. And at the end of the year, I had this retreat. And I'll be honest, this retreat, I, I had planned to come up with all my business ideas for 2022 and how to make more money and all these things, right? It was my solo business retreat as CEO of my business. And I remember, I remember God showing me, what do you want me to focus on? And it wasn't making money at all, <laughs> which is kind of funny because who runs a business and doesn't set money goals? But the goal was actually to encourage more women to get into the word. And so I pray that today, if you are not feeling strong, if you're not feeling courageous, if you feel frightened, if you are dismayed, I pray that you would get into the word more. You would run after God more. You'd be reminded of how you are redeemed and why and by who. Who was sacrificed in your stead? Because when you start to fix your eyes on Jesus, you remember he already conquered the grave. What is worse than death? So if Jesus conquered the grave, then when you are in Christ, you have eternal life. So there's nothing to worry about. Because after all this, where will you be alongside him in the safest place ever? And I'll tell you that it isn't easy to develop, you know, a habit of being disciplined in your study of the word. So I encourage you to think of it this way. When you're in a relationship with someone, how do you get to trust them more? You get to know them, right? And when they say something, the action that follows, right? If it matches, it, it boosts your trust in them. How can you possibly get to trust God more if you don't get to know him more. Scripture is simply his revelation of himself to us. If you want to be strong, if you want to be courageous, you have to be with him. And to be with him, you have to be in his word. And to be in his word, you have to say no to the things that take your focus and your attention away from it. It's not saying don't go to work so you can study your Bible. Because hello, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that instead of watching Netflix, open up your Bible. Put it on your app, on your phone. Listen to a chapter. Listen to a couple chapters. Sit on it. Meditate on it. Pray on it. Thank him for it. Maybe instead of spending an extra five minutes scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or whatever your social media outlet of choice is, you would take those five minutes and get to know him more. Pour into your relationship with him. Instead of you choosing to gossip with a friend, spend some time with the Lord. Open up your Bible. Turn on your app. Listen to the word. Read the word. Even if it's a few verses, you know. And this is no, no judgment, no condemnation, just a reminder that we are commanded to be strong, we are commanded to be courageous. And essentially what we are being told is that we need to trust God. And to trust God, you need to know God. To know God, you need to spend time with God. 
and to spend time with God, you have to prioritize properly. So I'm going to leave you with this. I don't get it right all the time or half the time. Most of the time I get it really wrong. So I'm open about it. I'm an open book. If you want to talk, let me know. Hit me up. I hang out inside the Facebook group. I am open to connecting with you. I'd love to pray for you. And I'd love to be a resource to you to help you get more consistent in your study of the word. So I really do hope that you'll consider joining me on the inside of the Facebook group because we're getting ready to study the book of Jonah. And it's good. I mean, the whole Bible is good, right? But I'm really excited to share Jonah with you. So head to herrenewstrength.com forward slash community. And if I don't see you in there, I hope that I will see you next time. I love y'all. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.